0: a bunch of crazed dogs that's some fun.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Coming to you from the Cosa Nostra Studios I'm Maddie Buller and thank you for tuning in to almost Wise guys. This is our look at the upcoming week four games across the NFL. In this episode, we're going to cover the top games of the week, including the Sunday and Monday nighters. Andy's going to offer up a sandwich game. And of course, I'm going to have a money line Maddie pick for you as well. But first, with me as always from almost wise guys central, my main man, Andy, the prognosticator atridge. How you doing, pal?
2: I'm doing all right today. You know, keep in mind, I've had uh, four days to digest my 49ers loss on Sunday evening. That's
1: got to hurt. I'm a Bears fan, so I think I got it even worse. Do they come? They're coming. Fields is in trouble. Racing away, and he's sacked again. Miles Garrett.
2: A career day living in the backfield. Well, the only people that got it worse than me were the Detroit Lions fans.
0: On its way. It bounces off the crossbar.
1: Lose a game by NFL record kick. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a Lions thing to do. But, I mean, uh, the Bears getting one yard of offense on passing is uh, 47 total yards on offense. I, I'm actually praying this week, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Andy. I am praying to God my Bears get blown out by the Lions.
2: Well, you're not the first uh, Bears fan that I've heard that from. Because obviously you want Matt Nagy gone.
1: You're fired. And that, that could be because the, the Bears aren't actually known for firing guys in season. But a, a big loss to the Lions. Like, And what I'm worried about too is uh, if you read the you know the the media pros in Chicago that, that follow the team, they said uh, working out in practice this week that Andy Dalton still didn't look right. Justin Fields did. But that makes me nervous. I don't want him playing in these games behind that offensive line.
2: They could throw a Nick Foles very easily.
1: Yeah, I, I I would actually think about going there.
2: I would if I were Nagy. I right? mean, his and, job's on the line this week in a yeah. division game like that.
1: Yeah, and I I just the problem is I don't even know if I should blame the O line because the, even though they are bad, like the coach is not setting them up for success. Uh, he was trying to play Andy Dalton's game plan with Justin Fields. It's almost like he basically just thought, "Oh, I'll just plug and play." But of course, like everything else Matt Nagy does, it just brutal
2: to the tune of nine sacks I think it yeah
1: I mean you can't have a rookie quarterback and I I mean yes a couple of those he maybe could have got it out a little quicker but let's face it you have a rookie quarterback you protect them or you put them in like packages like protection packages and quick plays to get the ball out nope not Matt Nagy I mean uh, Justin Fields career could be over before it starts and that's just all bad coaching and it just it we finally have a shot at getting a good quarterback in Chicago, and the coach that we have is is not fit to coach a college team, much less an NFL team.
2: You suck, you jackass. So what do you do when you have a bad week all around, Matty? You, you, you flush it down the toilet, and you don't think about it again.
0: You take you a deuce. You don't, you don't sit there and look at it.
1: You flush it and move on. We're going to flush it and move on. Jalen Hurts, Poet Laureate of Philadelphia. Let's fire it up, buddy yeah let's do it are
3: oh, you yeah. it's time let go
1: a first we head to los angeles where the rams play host to division rivals arizona cardinals the rams sitting at four and a half point favorites with 55 being your over under and uh, well what do you think about this game, buddy? That it's a divisional game and we've got a spread that's more than three. Generally you're on top of that.
2: And I I might be in this one, but let's let's digest it.
1: In in radio, that's called a tease, kids. Oh, that,
2: that is a tease. That's or foreshadowing if you're a poet laureate, like if you're from, you know, Philadelphia.
1: You flush it and move
2: on. Stafford, he just he seems to have found his groove in LA. You know, he's averaging ten yards per reception. But guess who else is averaging 10 yards per reception? It's Kyler Murray. In fact, they're averaging 34.3 points a game. You know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how Kyler Murray fares against the Rams this season. If I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me. In four career games against Los Angeles, Murray has averaged only 187 yards passing and 11.5 yards rushing with a total of five touchdown passes and four interceptions. Everyone watching the Rams and the way that they handled the Bucks last week, you know, I think this line is a little bit overinflated. It should be, a, it should be a field goal. You know, the cards are the sixth best in the league in time of possession. Same category. The Rams are 25th. This line has actually ticked down a half point in the last day from five to four and a half. I think it's wise guy money coming in. And what are we, Matty?
1: Oh, we're wise guys, buddy. Now, if I said instead, "This is a friend of ours," that would mean you were a made guy. a capisce?
2: Yeah, friend of mine, friend of ours. Yeah. What, do I, what do I call you? Friend of ours? your fucking mouth shut about me. Almost wise guys. So I almost, I almost love the Cardinals here, but I, I think it's the right side in this game because they've they've proven that they can come back. They've got a great running team. It's just, you know, after a huge win like that that the Rams had against the Super Bowl winning Bucks, I don't know. It just seems like a, a letdown spot for them.
1: Yeah, I, I could see that. Like, they've also won eight straight over the Cardinals. And as you mentioned, Kyler Murray's struggles, right? He's 0-4 in his career versus the Rams. And also, I will say this about the Rams. They do know how to keep a running quarterback to a minimum outside of the pocket, right? So, they're, Kyler Murray, though, I think he's every bit as good just chucking the ball around the yard if he can't go.
2: They've got a lot of offensive opportunities to win this game.
1: Kyler Murray's completing 76.5% of his passes, and he's putting up a lot of points. He looks phenomenal this year. Absolutely. I, You know, LA's defense is still averaging uh, allowing 399 yards and 20.7 points allowed per game.
2: Well, Brady threw for over 400 against them last week.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I think this is going to be a tight one. And in a divisional game, the spread's higher than three. I'm with you. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals to cover.
0: That when you put on this uniform with my name on it, there is no substitute for winning. No substitute. Or you hit the deck. So we're going to go out there. We're going to play this other team, quote, unquote, Raleigh's clothing with their pussy mustard yellow shit uniforms. We aren't just going to beat them. We will grab them, and we will
3: fuck their sisters <sighs> in the cunt. Are you listening? Bring it in. Come on. Fuck these people. Fuck, fuck these people. people. Yeah. Yes. Well, the Minnesota
0: Vikings, Chicago's got the bears, but loaded who cares? And fans are always feeling blue. And the fans of the lines are always crying because the boys are always out of blood. But
1: everybody knows that the Packers. Suck. On to Lambeau Field, where the Green Bay Packers play host to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Green Bay sitting as six and a half point favorites. Forty-five and a half is your over-under. And uh, well, the Steelers are slow starters. Uh well, so far this year, they're, they're not you know, putting up a lot of points in the first quarter, and that can kill you against the Packers who, if you if they start scoring earlier, you're looking at a track meet, and the Steelers' offense is not equipped to keep up with that. And, I mean, let's put it this way, too, dude. They lost to the Bengals at home last week. When was the last time the Steelers lost to the Bengals?
2: Well, they had four defensive linemen out. That's, that's the reason why that happened.
1: You have to realize, you have to know, you have to accept – that all your excuses are lies, well, I think the Bengals play pretty well.
2: no, no, I'm not taking any away from the Bengals. I'm not, but that's that's how you explain that loss. This game features two Hall of Fame and Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, but as you said, the Steelers offense looked horrible. In fact, they've got one of the worst offensive lines in the game.
1: yeah, second but, only to Chicago,
2: second only to Chicago. They started the season with three new guys up front, and that takes a little bit of time to come together and gel, especially when one of those guys is Marquise Pouncey as your center. T.J. Watt is supposed to be a go on Sunday, and he's going to, he can make life really difficult for Aaron Rodgers. Also, Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster are back in as wide receivers, which could help a struggling Ben Roethlisberger.
1: Yeah, he's got a 79 passer rating this season. Entering Entering this week, only the rookies: Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Uh, yeah, only Lawrence and Wilson uh, have lower passer ratings.
2: Yeah, not not good company to be in that category.
1: No, but that, uh, you did mention about his O-line, and that does have uh, a, an impact on that as well. They're also not rushing the ball well. Over their last 13 regular season games, so the three this season and last season, ten the 10 games then, uh, they've rushed the second fewest by any team in a 13-game span since at least 1950, 56.3 rush yards per game. But
2: their first-run draft pick, Najee Harris, out of – Alabama, roll tide.
1: Roll tide.
2: Roll tide. He only rushed the ball 14 times for 40 yards, but he caught 14 of 19 targets for over 100 yards at 102. I kind of like Pittsburgh to keep this game close. And I got a trivia question for you, Matthew. Shoot. Who is the only team that Aaron Rodgers has not beaten in the regular season in his entire career?
1: The Steelers? the uh, pittsburgh steelers i am smart it's the marty yeah, well let me tell you pally that's going to change this week um the steelers have started one or two or worse uh this is for the fifth time under mike tomlin uh each time they finish with a 500 win percentage but they missed the playoffs in each of the previous four occurrences so things are looking pretty bleak in pittsburgh and Bad news for the rest of the league, or at least for Packers opponents in the future. It looks like Rodgers is back on his game. After a brutal performance in New Orleans week one, his 36.8 passer rating, uh, Rodgers leads the NFL with a 133.8 passer rating since week two. I, dude, I think this game is going to be a drubbing. The Packers are at home. like They absolutely embarrassed the Niners in the Niners home opener last week.
2: I wouldn't say they absolutely embarrassed them. They're a good team and they came down to the wire.
1: Yeah, put your rose-colored glasses away and look at your team having your home opener.
2: I'm not the one who just got butt-fucked on national TV.
1: That was embarrassing for them. I'll tell you that right now, and trust me, I'm a Bears fan. I know all about embarrassing performances. I can log number of them. They did that to the Niners, and now they're going to play a team that's even worse. I, and you're going to give me less than a T, TD with the Packers at home? I'm taking the Pack at minus
2: 6.5. Did that hurt to say so?
1: Oh, it crushes my soul to do that. But Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. <laughs> the best
0: baby' the best yeah. baby but we just better than the rest, baby my
1: high city where the Denver Broncos the pardon me three and0 Denver Broncos play host to the Baltimore Ravens uh the Broncos are one point favorites I've even seen this as a pick'em. uh 45 is your over under and this is the battle of former louisville quarterbacks lamar jackson and teddy two gloves what do you think about this one bud
2: well you've got two really good defenses here although only one of the teams has had to face the potent offenses of the giants the jags and the jets but as they say you can only play who's in front of your schedule the ravens have put up 27 36 and 19 points respectively in their first three games but their defense has allowed opponents to score over 30 points in week one and week two before holding the lowly Lions to 17 points in their third game. Which, by the way, if you didn't see the play,
3: it bounces off the crossbar,
2: and it's good! So Denver's getting a lot of bad pub for only playing teams with a collective 0 9 record. But Teddy Two Gloves is really starting to get that offensive going. He sits right now with a 116 quarterback rating and averaging over 275 points or sorry, rather 275 yards per game through the air. Not bad for a quote unquote, a game manager, by the way, how is zero INT sound for a game manager?
1: That sounds great, especially when you boast that kind of defense.
2: Yeah. And Melvin Gordon looks like he's going to be in the lineup. The Ravens are allowing a league-worst 290 yards to tight ends, so look for Noah Fant to have a pretty good day. This is the Ravens' third game on the road in four weeks. I like the Broncos here. It's a a coming-of-age for Don Victor Fangio. That's the type of game it's going to be.
1: Yeah, this matchup is really interesting in that we're just going to see how real the Broncos are this season, and maybe we'll even see how far the Ravens have fallen. However, I do agree with you. Three straight games on the road – that's tough for anybody, and this week, you know, you're heading from Baltimore all the way to, to Denver, you know, going across the country. You know, the Ravens are averaging 27 points per game on offense this season, but the Broncos are putting up 25. I think the big difference is on defense uh, in the points per game category. The Ravens are allowing 28 points per game on average compared to the Broncos, who only allow 8.7. Now, of course, you do have to handicap those stats based on the strength of their competition over the last three games, but... The Broncos have been playing their asses off and they've been winning football games. And I have one more interesting stat as well in that uh, the 2021 Broncos are the sixth team in the Super Bowl era to start 3-0 and with wins over teams that were all 0-3 after week three. Two of the other five instances were also Denver. 1986, they went 11 and five, beat Cleveland in the AFC Championship game. That was also the game where uh, Elway's legend was basically founded uh, on what would henceforth be known as the drive. Touchdown, Mark Jackson. And then again in 1996, they finished the season 13 and three with a better record than 86, but they were upset by the Jags in the divisional round. So, uh, Teddy, you're right. Teddy uh, Bridgewater's in great form. He's won four of his last five starts, uh, dating back to last year and uh, i love that uh, zero interception number as a defense guy if you're giving if you're not turning the ball over you're so much closer to winning the games so uh the ravens uh, they, i think they're just on the tough end of a a road trip here and i just can't see them uh, pulling this game out I'm, I'm i'm going to the denver broncos
3: go america go america go broncos yeah go broncos
1: yeah uh, On to South Beach, where the Miami Dolphins play host to the Indianapolis Colts. Miami two-point favorites at home. And, uh, well, that was a tough loss Miami had for the Raiders last week, eh?
2: Well, you and I were an opposite sides of that one at three and a half. But, you know, they played a surging Raiders team that won in overtime. Um, you know, Miami didn't do too badly for uh, a team starting with their second-string quarterback and Jacoby Brisket. You know, next next week, they play cross-state and Super Bowl-winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers, meaning...
1: It's an almost-wise, guys. Sandwich, sandwich game!
2: What are you? An idiot sandwich. Jacoby Brissett has thrown 89 passes over Miami's last two games and has completed 56 of them. But for only 384 yards with no TD passes and an INT. The Dolphins' five yards per pass attempt is second-worst in the NFL to only whom? Your Chicago Bears. Stop us. In fact, Miami ranks 29th in total yards per game and 30th in points per game at 15. I realize that on the other side of the ball features the twice-sprained ankles of Carson Wentz. But they're fifth of the league in rushing yards allowed on defense and their own running back jonathan taylor gets his first touchdown i believe of the season this week and he's going to nicely decorate the box score against the dolphins defensive line that ranks 28th in the league
1: oh i have nothing to add here i think you covered it all except that uh the colts are an underdog at plus 110 so i'm making them a money line maddie pick this week Oh! Oh! Your mommy doesn't make porno, she makes ham
2: sandwiches.
0: But porn stars are women, just like your mom.
2: So some porn stars are done from a long day on set and they go home and make little boy ham sandwiches?
0: Yes, Adam. Porn stars make little boys ham sandwiches too.
2: I'm gonna find that porno room. And I'm not going to be the one cranking down in the corner and potentially being a stunt cock. No! I'm going to shut it down. Because no mommy should go home and make ham sandwiches for little boys with ejaculator on their fingers.
1: All right, the Sunday nighter this week is the highly anticipated matchup between the New England Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. New England at home and seven-point underdogs at home as well. And, uh, well, this game hasn't been talked about this week ad nauseum, eh?
2: Sorry, what are the two teams playing? I haven't heard about it.
1: You know, some, some coach, some quarterback, they won some shit.
2: Yeah, some shit. But you know that the hoodie has been scheming on this one since the day that the schedule came out.
1: I think this is the only thing that would make him too messant these days. Ah,
2: help! He's got a boner! If Tom Brady's experience over Mac Jones were an actual person, that person would be old enough to order a beer at Gillette Stadium. Mm, beer. Well, the Pats, they're fifth in the league. They're only allowing 17 points a game. By contrast, your Super Bowl winning champs, the Bucks allowing over 29 points a game, good for 27th in the league. And the Bucs are rushing the ball at a very slow clip of 56 yards per game, better than only the aforementioned Steelers. Felicek spent 20 years drawing up blocking schemes to keep Brady upright and healthy in the pocket. If anyone knows how to get to him, it's the hoodie. You know, I, 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 do the, I, I created a metaphor, Matty, you know, like you would do in Philadelphia if you are a poet laureate. If you were a demolitions expert, right, and you were asked to take down a building, wouldn't the first person you would consult with to be the architect that designed that building in the
1: first place? Oh, of course, man. Uh, the hoodie is the guy that can scheme Brady because he made Brady. He's like the guy that invented RoboCop.
0: I'll tell you what's the matter. little insurance policy called
2: Directive 4. My little contribution to your psychological profile.
1: And unfortunately, in the movie, that guy did too much cocaine and got shot in the dick. But
2: Well, directive four, man. Directive four. <laughs>
1: um, I think seven points is too much here.
2: Well, there's a lot of other sub-stories going on here with Antonio Brown being let go of the team and Grog being there. But I, I got to go with the Pats. I really do.
1: Yeah, The Buccaneers have allowed 300-plus pass yards and two-plus past tds to each of the starting quarterbacks they've faced this season which is just the cure for what ails mac jones right i mean he's going to be playing a bit of a softer defense this week hopefully maybe he can get some work in but i agree with you on the whole brady and the hoodie the hoodie built brady and therefore the hoodie will game plan brady out of the equation and uh like I said seven points I think is once again you got the Brady tax going on and remember kids
0: taxation is theft
1: uh, I don't think the Pats win this one outright but I think they keep it to within seven at home going with Andy taking the Pats
3: yeah where's the Eric Cartman we know the Eric Cartman we know breaks the rules and he gets away with it just like his hero come on who's your hero Cartman <sighs> Tom Brady right and what does Tom Brady do after breaking the rules deny and subverts yeah yeah What? Well, what would Tom Brady say if he got caught joblifting?
1: Everybody's shoplifts, why are you coming down on me?
3: Yeah! You're Tom Brady, Cartman. And that new principal in there is the football commissioner trying to dictate his punishment to you. And what happens when an invulnerable cheater comes up against an elitist corporate dictator?
1: Perfect storm of hypocrisy that everyone in the country has to deal
3: with for months on end. Yeah! You're right, guys. I'm gonna Tom Brady this thing. Yeah! I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, you're not giving me four days of detention, you're only giving me one! Yeah! No, no to hell with that, you're giving me no days of detention! And I'm gonna go home and f*** my hot wife, who's not even that hot and kinda looks like a dude! Yeah! yeah. Well, it sounded the night and I just got paid Night,
1: nah, feel fine. Rock and lastly, the Monday Nighters, where once again, the Las Vegas Raiders are in prime time, and they are on the road to Los Angeles, where they play the Chargers, another divisional game. The Chargers, well, they're three-point favorites at home, and uh, wow, the Raiders and the Chargers are both playing really good football this year.
2: While there's certainly a big wins from last week, you know, the Raiders won an overtime that we just mentioned against Miami. And of course, the Chargers not only covered, but won outright at Arrowhead Stadium. I bet against the Raiders last week in my sandwich game because this game, it was on deck. Here's another angle. Although it's in the City of Angels, this is actually more of a home game for the Raiders. It was only two years ago when they called the city home And you know that Raiders nation travels.
1: Oh, this is going to be the the black hole will be there and in force on game day. I I was thinking the exact same thing. This isn't very much of an away game. It's not a hostile atmosphere for the Raiders at all.
2: No, not at all. And unfortunately, Josh Jacobs will not be running the ball for the silver and black uh, for the second straight week, by the way. But they do still have Kenyon Drake in their backfield and the Chargers have allowed 170 yards per game on the ground this year, by far the worst in the league. So Derek Carr and his ability to attack the uh, the secondary of the Chargers becomes much less important. The Chargers' defense is only allowing 202 yards uh, passing yards per game. So it may not be a conventional win for the Raiders, but I like this spot for Gruden's team to cover on the road once again. I'll take the three points and go with the Raiders.
1: Yeah, the Raiders didn't cover for me last week, but what I liked was, uh, you know, they pissed away that first half basically. But even though they only played really one half of football, they still pulled out a game they had no business winning. I think they're a good team this year. I think they're going to go into L.A. and beat the Chargers outright. And at plus one forty-two, that makes them another money line Maddie pick. Oh, well, keep
2: in mind, Maddie. John Gruden's looking at the standings, and they're looking down on the Chiefs. They've got every opportunity to win this division outright and get a first-round buy in the playoffs. I think he's going to get these guys fired up once again.
1: Oh, knee-head, knee-head, all the way to the Super Bowl, baby.
2: People ask me, what are we doing here? Las Vegas Raiders, Knee head,
0: knee head, huh? What are we doing? We're winning games, man!
1: And finally, we've got the tease, and it's where Andy and I both give you a tease that we're loving for this week. Andy, what do you like?
2: As I mentioned, I like the Colts for my sandwich game, but I like them even more at plus eight, and it's a low total at 42 and a half. Uh, You're going through two key numbers, three and seven, and the same thing on the other side of the teaser, the New Orleans Saints, to take them down to minus one and a half. Again, going through the two key numbers of a touchdown and a field goal, again, Uh, Very low total at 42. I don't trust Jameis Winston over a touchdown, but I think he and that defense can at least beat the Giants at home.
1: Well, the first leg of my tease, I'm going to uh, Lambeau Field, Steelers at Packers. I think you'd uh, like to take the Packers down from six and a half points down to half a point, just having to win at Lambeau Field, which the Packers have done for very well for over a century now. The second leg, I like the Raiders at Chargers, and I like taking the Raiders from three points to nine points. He's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Well, thank you for listening to week four of Almost Wise Guys. If you like what you heard, make sure you hit the subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud, and then you won't miss a show. You can also hit us up on our website, almostwiseguys.com, for additional content and picks from all week four games across the NFL. From the Cosa Nostra Studios, for Andy, the Prognosticator Attridge, back at Almost Wise Guys Central, I'm Matty Buller. Get out and pick yourself a winner.
2: If you liked our podcast, please share it with a friend. If you hated it, please share it with two enemies. Tune in next week at the same bet time on the same bet channel. Sayonara. <music>
0: Carving another dream Searching for a cure I am so restless I am immature Baby, I was dreaming i had a lucky streak maybe you could give me just another week welfare queen I will never have another Never have another In a city Velcro lover You and I will meet each other Slowly winding down your street I will never have another Never have another Selling me away now Out into a storm While the snow comes down Melting on the shore. I'm pathetic in my wanting. Pathetic in my doom. These melodies are haunting. You words are cruel.
3: Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey.
0: Velcro lover, roller skating, welfare
3: queen
0: I will never have another, never have another in the city Velcro lover, you and I, will need each other Slowly winding down your street I will never have another, never have another